yes beloved praise god from whom our blessings flow i am back at it again with another one welcome to the seventh episode and in this one i'll be tackling love actually or is it yeah it's that love and relationship vibe with valentine's day just around the corner it makes sense to bring this topic up now you know give a little bit about my experiences share some tips which i think might work for you it's all love y'all and sharing is caring so without further ado let's just get right into it now i'm gonna start with a jamaican proverb and it goes like this every o of them take a bush every o of them take a bush which simply means that there is someone out there for everyone now it is often said that there is someone out there for everyone however believing that there is someone for everyone implies that there is actually a one for all of us if so how do we know when we've met that special someone for us it's not as if that one is going to wear a badge to tell us that they are the one so our choices need to be made by sound judgment and careful decision making Now, when we meet someone and start dating, we naturally evaluate how much we might actually like them. And whether we are aware of this or not, we may use a particular decision making strategy. I'm aware of my strategy. I look for basic criteria that are similar to myself. And if that person who I am looking to be my potential partner reflects, then it's a go. Now, do you do the same? Is it something that we decide you know, when it's time to like somebody because they meet some basic criteria of what we may be looking for in a partner or do we judge them but think there may still be someone better out there for us? My relationship with God is strong. I would say very secure. However, there does come a point where the wait for your Boaz is taking a little too long and you start to wonder if God is so jealous that your path on earth is meant to be walked alone. And then I get to searching and I find, and as a reminder for myself that God did say in Genesis chapter two, verse 18, it's not good for man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable. For him. So where do I stand in all of this? Dating apps have tried them all. Free ones, paid ones, swipe left or right ones. But from my experiences, I found that the whole process can be a bit superficial. Even with the dating apps, the Christian ones, the Christian dating apps. Mm-mm. Who enjoys being hidden behind a screen, selling yourself with photos of you doing things that you wouldn't normally do on a regular in an attempt to impress someone who realistically only looks at the skin deep features and the bio? (laughs) Forget that. Nobody actually reads all of that. Me, I much prefer meeting someone face to face. The body language and facial expressions are visible and the pheromones Ooh, when they connect instantly, you know there's going to be some serious chemistry. Looking at the lifestyle or dating routines of the ones we call millennials or Generation Z, especially with the high influences of reality TV shows such as Love Island, I think it intensifies the certain look that someone has to have to be able to find 
a meaningful and deep relationship. Now me, I know I carry none of those features. I'm not skinny. I don't have long hair. I literally don't fit any of the criteria that they seem to be portraying in these shows. So for people who look like me, it automatically makes them believe that they're never ever going to find love if you don't look a certain way. That's wrong. It really is because that only highlights how shallow and superficial the whole thing is for you to be able to find yourself within society or feel like you're accepted enough to be able to be loved by someone. Feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but that's exactly what it shows to me when I examine or observe the rest of society and what they do. Personally, I I base my self and my walk with God and when I walk with God it's enabled me to identify who I am and my purpose according to his plan don't get it twisted I don't always stay on track because it's so easy to get caught up in the ways of the world and even begin to see yourself in the way that others view you and a little side note, sometimes what you think others think of you is not always the case. Sometimes they just don't think about you at all. So it's all in your head. Basically, it's just irrelevant. And no matter how many prayers I say, I've learned that your prayers are also listened by the dark ones and Whatever you say to God, well, oh, I'm looking for this man. He has to have this and he needs to look a certain way and blah, 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 blah. The devil can hear that too. And whatever you've asked the Lord for, they can, he can provide that just as much as the devil can provide that in the most attractive disguise. So after all the failed attempts and declaring that my life was for me and God alone, I was going to live my best life by myself, doing me, all the things that make me happy. I'm going to continue with my journaling, my photography, playing my guitar, my ukulele, carry on paddleboarding, surfing. I had all these pastimes, which didn't include growing old with cats. And boop, I met somebody. No help from the dating apps at all. And I'm very pleased to say it was face to face through a good friend. It was so unexpected. And what's spinning my head even more is that I had to travel to a different country to meet him. <laughs> at first, we didn't click. Like there was no spark there whatsoever. It was simple introductions. And as the days went by, I saw him more and more. I grew to liking him. And what made me like him even more is that I was placed in a, a very, very certain situation where he felt the need to come and step in and help me out. And without him stepping in, having that courage to step in and help me out, I don't think I would have found him attractive otherwise. Or maybe things wouldn't have gone in the direction that they have for both of us now. But I'm very grateful that he came and basically was my knight in shining armor for that one little occasion. So here we are today. Um, But before I get there... You know, the the normal things like learning about him through his family, you know, the classic, oh, he a good man. Oh, he going to treat you right, girl. Oh, he has this, that and the other. Oh, this is what he's doing with his life. Yeah, I listened to them, but I paid them no mind because I needed to learn about him for myself. I've been through the routine before with a glassy eyed view of, wow, isn't he amazing? Nope, not this time. He needed to show me he wasn't like the others and that I wasn't going to be 
wasting my time but i knew that it would take time and since i was working on limited time he had a lot of proving to make before i left the country so whilst i observed his indirect actions i grew attracted to him um, I grew attracted to how driven, caring, family orientated he was, the respect that he had for people who respects him, the time that he made for people who also make efforts for him. You know, that short space of time, I got to learn quite a lot about him and saw his actions. And there were times where I was in another position where I, I needed to get back from a place that had gone visited and he made sure that he was going out of his way to arrange a pickup for me and this drive was going to take about three hours drive and he sent someone three hours to come and collect me you know things like that that showed me that he was a real deal it made me respect him even more because not only was he working on a mission that he already had started he was happy for me to be a part of that mission and then I was like you know what let me just let me just be part of his mission and have him part of my mission too so yeah it, it started from there women when you marry choose a man on the premise of his mission being something that you can come under don't just look at his good looks his physical polka dude how nice he looks or how nice he talks can you submit to his vision and if you don't have a vision you have no business marrying him if he doesn't have a mission and it's not clear that he has a road map for the vision don't go near him in fact one of the first things you should ask a guy who's trying to suit you is where are you going what do you plan to do in your life because when i look at you today i'm looking at a guy who may not be there yet but i want to know where are you planning to go because in suiting me you are soliciting a help meet to help you with the mission so what's your mission negro What's your mission? The recording you just heard, I sent him the whole thing. You only got a snippet. I sent him the whole thing. I sent it first as an indicator of what I'm about. And then again, recently as a reminder, um, just, you know, for it to act as a self-explanatory indication of how far we've come and the intentions of where we're heading just making it clear that there are strong commitments within what we're working towards it sounds like i bullied him but it's good to be clear about what you want from the start and just to make sure that there are little reminders in the middle because not everybody is consistent i get that and then there are times where you fall off track and you just need that little boost to say hey this is what you're working towards just let me know if you falter or if you don't want it anymore blah 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 anyway we are a year down the line now and we're still going it's been bumpy not gonna lie um, but we've had god in the center of it all and like all long distance relationships we communicate every day the distance does make it very hard to deal with especially for me where I freak out on certain things and I'm just you know I'm a warrior my friends will tell you I worry about the littlest things even when it doesn't require worrying about but that's just me and I'm trying not to let it overpower but I cannot help it and with my boo being so far away it just does something to me in my head where it's just like oh my gosh like he's so far away I just want to cuddle and blah 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 and I just can't have that cuddle but he is sure to provide me with little reassurances just enough to keep me sweet and I am happy to do the same so that we're on level ground um 
And then after that's happened, I just get stuck into one of my hobbies or something that makes me happy and something that I love doing. And I'm all good. I'm all good again. Like, literally, that's all I need. <laughs> Being a true Leo through and through, I just need to make sure that I my attention is is supplied. Like, I'm not an attention seeker as such where I definitely. But if you don't put me at the front on some level or another then I'm I'm gonna make sure myself is there like loud and proud like hear me roar I need you to realize I'm here and I need you I need I need I need love I need you to tell me that I'm pretty every once in a while (laughs) you know what I mean anyway um but yeah and then he he understands it about me now and we're all good and I'm good and yeah but on a real serious level though I cannot express enough how beneficial having that first conversation to establish the direction in the relationship is it's important to not only know if both of you are on the same page but also if your paths are directed by God and what you can equally bring to the table making it clear from the get-go has definitely helped me because we got to the fun part we're learning more and we're still learning more about each other and we have a clear vision of our journey together. Honestly, time is a great teacher and after all the he's the ones and oh my goodness, I can see myself with him for a long time. I'm going to have his babies kind of thing. It's a real awakening for me now being in a God-focused adult relationship. Things may finally be on the move for me now, but It doesn't mean that I've forgotten what it's like to be single because technically I still am being so far away from my boo. And with Valentine's Day around the corner, some of you may be thinking, so how do you or how can you get through the buildup of the big day? Don't worry, I got you with a tip for being your own Valentine because before I met MK, I was on my own there. I could count like a handful of times where I was actually in a deep or meaningful relationship on Valentine's Day to actually enjoy the day. But there have been um, more cases in my life where I was completely single and didn't have anybody to say that I could say that they were my Valentine. So I have best of both worlds. Don't worry, I got you with the tips. So what you need to remember is to be your own hero and rejoice in being the beautiful individual that you are. This is the year of you with 2020 vision, so own it. And you need to take Valentine's Day by the horns and date yourself, treat yourself, embrace yourself. Find yourself, do all the things that make you happy, get involved in more of your hobbies, the things that you love to do, things that make you smile things that just bring you sunshine and rainbows every single time find all of those and just get stuck into them plan a brunch get with your girls take a day trip to the beach spa day whatever it is that you need to do with your girlfriends I don't have that many girlfriends in fact all my girlfriends live in different countries so it's kind of hard for me to be able to say yep I'll, I'll get a group of girls together and I'll go in fact I'm not one to have like a massive group of girlfriends anyway. I'm t- <laughs> so much more of a loner and I don't mind it. But if you're the kind of person that enjoys having a massive group of friends and they're all girls and you all get on together and you can just go off and do things together, then do that. 
just find yourself with your friends and just enjoy your time with other people. You don't need to, you know, find yourself a Valentine. Valentine's Day is to spend with people who you love. I'm just unfortunate that all of my people that I love don't live in the UK. Do anything that comes to mind that brings you happiness. Just reiterating that thing again. Do not, and let me repeat, do not chase, respond, or show vulnerability to an ex. That's a big no-no, especially around this time of the year when they all creep up with a, hey, how you doing? Haven't spoken to you in a while. That number should have been blocked a long time ago. So don't show any response, no no response, no vulnerability, no chasing nothing to an ex because they're an ex for a reason. Let them stay in that lane. Don't waste your time. Don't even sign up to a dating app either. Don't start swiping and looking to see if you can find a potential date for the day. It's not worth it because by the time you show any investment in all of that, you're not actually looking out for yourself. You're just looking at a need where you're feeling like you're losing out on something when really and truly you're not. You're one whole person for yourself. Treat yourself in the way that you want somebody else to treat you. Like RuPaul says, if you ain't got love for yourself, how in the world are you going to expect to love somebody else can i get an amen open here amen but honestly don't start chasing for waterfalls listen to the what's the song don't go chasing waterfalls please stick to the what no girl i'm gonna have to look for it complete deviation um of the topic that i'm about to talk about um list if i don't find it right now honestly i am not going to be able to proceed with the rest of this thing okay no i've just found it okay cool don't go chasing now i'm gonna have to sing it don't go chasing waterfalls please stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to i know that you're gonna have it your way or nothing at all but I think you're moving too fast. You see, girl, stick to your lane, your rivers, your lakes, everything. Don't go chasing waterfalls because honestly, seriously, you don't need it. Just just stay in your own lane. Stay to yourself because you are enough. You, my dear, are enough. And with the rest of the year ahead of us, it's time to embrace everything that you love about yourself. It's definitely important to ensure that firm foundations and goals are established, whether it's your own or in any form of relationship. If it ain't set up to build from the start, then why are you wasting your time? (laughs) I could seriously go on and on about this topic because of how passionate I am about it all. But my final advice to you, if you got a boo, or you're in a long-distance relationship like me, take more time to appreciate and rediscover yourself and your core sources of happiness. Get back into your interests and hobbies because, girl, those are the reason why your man liked you in the first place. So get back to all of that, okay? Mm-hmm. Good. If you're single, wait. Don't take matters in your own hands. Don't do things outside of God's plan because the moment you take control of your blessings, you will have redirected every single one of them onto a whole detour. So please don't let God do the long thing. Just stick to what it is that you need to do for yourself. Keep loving yourself. And then when the blessings are ready, they will come, right? 
When God is ready to give you your Boaz, he will definitely show him and say, yo, shine your eyes on this one. Face your front. And you will definitely be the one. He makes no mistakes. He is always in time. So like I said, like I said last episode, what God has planned for you won't pass you. And that's it. All gracefully spoken and then some. Thanks for tuning into this episode. There's more to come. I can't wait. I don't even know what I've got planned for the next one yet. But in the meantime, stay connected. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Gracefully Speaking. I'm all about that faith, travel and lifestyle. I do it to make an impact, not to be famous. So until next time, even when it rains, he rains from my lane to yours. Bye.